This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are going to do bits and have some fun. Dynamic banter. Honking horns and ringing bells and making good. Dynamic banter. Don't forget the history road. Dynamic banter. I'm recording. Guys, welcome to Dynamic Banter. We do this every week. Where have you been? Won't you join us while we do this every week? Why don't you have a seat and join us while we do this every week? Man, I hope you had a good week. I hope that uh, I hope that something good happened in your in your life in this trash bag of a year that we're in. I hope that there's a little bit of silver lining in your life tell us in the comments below one good thing that happened in your life this week mike are you a big fan of trash bag confessional trash bag yeah. confessional they were the ones who sang ventilated that's the one <laughs> the hope they what should they should uh, redo that song for covid guys welcome to the show dangles on a string connection. That song was a lot about other people's hair. That song was that song was mostly about other people's hair. Dude, during those times, there was nothing to talk about. So you wrote a song <laughs> about other people's hair. There was nothing to talk about. So white guys with guitars talked about their own personal relationships, and everybody seemed to get invested in that and say that Chris Carabba's relationships were a lot like mine. Yeah, exactly. Just like one, how they, they go like uh, um, hot for teacher and shit. Like, those guys aren't in school. They don't have a teacher. <laughs> those guys were 30 when they wrote this. Song. Yeah. How old were, was um, <laughs> that was Van Halen, right? It's, yeah. How old was Van Halen when they wrote Hot for Teacher? Van Harem. Van Heroin? Van Halen, hot for teacher. Hot for teacher. I got it, man. Got it, man. Got it, man. I'm hot for teacher. Wow. Hot shoe. I'm 31 and I'm somehow still in school. I'm hot for teacher who let me in here. I'm hot for my son's teacher. (laughs) PGA, PGA, PGA. Um, I never miss a meeting. (laughs) So the album is called 1984. Okay. And... And it was it was released in 1984, recorded in 1983. <laughs> so how old was David Lee Roth in 1983? Let's find out. Well, we got to find out how where when David Lee Roth's birthday was. Let's have some music while we do this. David Lee Roth. How old was David Lee Roth? In 1983. <laughs> David Lee Roth looks like just the bottom half of his face is the other two. Top da- half is pretty normal. 
we'll put it looks like instant Botox. Somebody injected a fucking tube into the end of his mouth. <laughs> David Lee Roth looks like male Karen. <laughs> All right. David Lee Roth refuses to wear a mask inside a hole. Diamond David Roth was born in 1954. And he's 65 currently. Wow! I gotta get my prostate checked! (laughs) Wow! I went to the fridge and I let out a little urine! My grandson's teacher! My grandson's teacher. <laughs> I think of all the education that I missed. <laughs> my grandson's teacher has some not that fucking tits. My grandson's teacher. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know how to do the math here, Mike. You got to do it. 19- you can't just Google how old was David Lee Roth in 1983. Damn. Will, will, go- will Google do that for you? Google will do everything for you. Let's find out. How or you could say if I was born in 19, what was it? 50, 50 bow. How old would I have been? Holy shit. It, do- it Google will tell you. How old it's just math. It's just asking a computer to math. Yeah, but you're asking a computer about a specific person. That's but the computer has all the information. But that's pretty it. – it's still amazing, Mike. Technology is amazing. It is amazing. It is amazing. It's like a calculator. It's like a new calculator. It's like a calculator you can ask for porn. It's a calculator you can ask for porn for dumb people. <laughs> <laughs> a calculator was already for dumb people. Yeah. All right. Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> you ready for that? I'm sorry, not Eddie Van Halen. David Lee Roth. David Van, David Van Halen Roth. David Van Halen, Golden Diamond Dave. Dude, bands like Van Halen and folks like Sammy Hagar and David Lee Roth and stuff, they were like one cocaine party away from just becoming professional wrestlers. Yeah, they're one body type away. (laughs) Yeah, that's more accurate. Yeah. Like, they really could have all crossed over, and no one would have thought anything of it. Dude, all those guys were only 1,000 days in the gym consecutively away. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, you spend 1,000 days in the gym, and you could look like this. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of wrestlers and being in the gym, Mike Falzone the other day, we saw each other after we, we recorded the last podcast for a brief moment, social distance with our masks on, dad. And uh, I handed Mike- Any of our dads listening. <laughs> yeah. It's my mom listening, but she'll tell my dad. Um, but uh, I handed over the gifts that- were given to you the books that were given to you in the uh, in the PO yes. box, and while 
when fat we lip. Yeah, correct. And when we did that, Michael handed me this. Yes, I did. You want to subscribe to what that is? I'm so excited. For the podcast listeners, Mike Falzone gave me a pack of classic WWF wrestling cards, like the ones that he... What's that? He just got sued for saying that. (laughs) Are you going to open it? Yeah, I was going to open it later and do exactly what you did for me, and it'd go down in a journey of wrestling past. Dude, so much funnier to have someone who has no real knowledge of what's in there to be the one describing them. I think that's very funny. And by the way, the copyright on here is 1989. So this is even teacher For my great grandson's teacher. Now it's his great grandson. <laughs> oh, by the way, just to get it out of the way, well, let's get both of these out of the way. Um, I can't wait to do this. And by the way, I got to read some of the names that are back here. And in the copyright, it says Hulk Hogan, Hulkamania, and Hulk Rules are all a trademark of Titan Sports, Inc. Yeah, that shows you how big he was, man. Yeah, like a company that wasn't him is unless is was he Titan Sports or was Titan Sports something like how what Jordan was to the NBA, right? He was like uh, why people invested in the whole thing as a whole. So he became like his own entity. I think he later got the copyrights to a lot of like the Hulk Hogan type stuff. What is what is happening? Your dialysis machine is going off. Well, I'm either fine or very not fine. <laughs> Let's play fine or very not fine today. Getting stickers. <laughs> oh, fuck. Wow, that's the loudest I've ever put. Can you hear those claps? Yes. Okay, good. Jesus. It feels good when the claps are loud. I think I finally destroyed my ears. Um... <laughs> Anyway, a lot of funny names back here. We'll get to this later. But um, David Lee Roth was 29 when they wrote <laughs> for teacher. <laughs> Dude, so it's like, <laughs> I've been to bars almost every night this week. <laughs> but I get thinking of a teacher I had when I was 13. <laughs> I've got it bad, got it bad, got it bad for a teacher I had 13 years ago. (laughs) I haven't progressed as an adult in all this time. Maybe he's talking to his therapist. That's what the song is. (laughs) Anyway. All right. Well, how do you write down what I said? <laughs> I'm still hot for fucking teacher, even though she's dead now. By the hour, by the hour, by the hour. I talk about how I'm hot for a teacher I had 20 years ago. 
awake for this teacher I had 20 years ago. I couldn't help but think and be reminded of how I was hot for teacher. Dude, I think there's probably a lot of songs <laughs> that are uh that follow that creepy kind of idea that like if you write a song that like your demographic will love, then like it doesn't matter how old you are. But it's so oh, funny. It was bit, it's like if yeah. all the thirty-four-year-olds play teenagers and like the um, like uh, can't hardly wait and stuff like that, or right. any movie about <laughs> right, dude. Even <laughs> now, still, any movie about teenagers, any TV show about teenagers, like they're getting a little bit better, but they still hire like twenty-five-year-olds to play like sixteen. I think that's also because like I never understood my high school experience more than when I was 25, 26 years old. It's like you go through it and you just think that that is the, imagine thinking that high school is the whole world. That's how it is, you know? And then you become like a young adult and you're like, Oh, high school was like that. I could come up with an analysis about how high school was once I have some distance from it. Yeah. And plus like, I really don't think there's that many like um legitimately like 17-year-old, 16-year-old actors that are like, you know, I mean Finn Wolfhard and all those kids from Stranger Things were good and cast well and cast correctly. But there aren't like that many huge like super young kid actors. So like they're probably using like fucking Emma Thompson or who's the girl the um from uh from shit like super bad and stuff whatever they but they hire these older kids because they're more famous now you know and they they look like they can play a teenager so they cast them because they're hot and available and you know rising stars and shit yeah hot and available was my favorite acdc song as long as we're still <laughs> yeah might yeah. as well um but uh, yeah, so I'm glad we got that out of the way, Mike. But how you doing, man? Welcome to the show, everybody. Okay, welcome to the show. Um, we continue to live in trying times, and we continue to do whatever we can to make. Yeah, trying to survive. Am I right? Let's hear that audience. Great. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't that into the first part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, this morning that I didn't finish reading yet, mm. but I wanted to bring it up. Okay. Because unlike any article I've ever read in my entire life. Okay. I can't wait. Morgan Greenwald of the celebrity section of Yahoo. Mm -hmm. And it's the headline is wait, give me like, give, wait, 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 before you do that. I have to throw away like three things because my computer just said I was running out of space oh. <laughs> and uh, uh -oh. that's bad. Cause then we won't be able to record our see you next week video here. Just <laughs> <laughs> All right. That should help. All right, go ahead. What's the, what's the call my friend. <clears throat> so the, um, the headline is woman considers ending relationship over boyfriend's Ludicrous in quotations request. I am concerned for his sanity. Okay. July 9th, 2020. Do you want some music for this? I don't know what type of music you put to this. Do you have the unsolved mysteries music? <laughs> oh. 
I could find. Uh, oh, here, let's play this. Okay, that's fine. That goes along with the speed at which my brain can read. <laughs> Perfect. Set your expectations at the tempo of this song. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What is the tempo of this song? Five year old. You mean like what's the BPMs of this particular? Yeah. Uh, uh, Four. Atmospheric. <laughs> yeah. Um, a 25 year old hey. woman took Reddit to seek relationship advice after her boyfriend became obsessed with a ludicrous business idea. <laughs> <laughs> and a post written on the subreddit r slash relationship advice. Dude, that's my favorite fucking subreddit. Dude, I think that's the one that got me on the front page back in the day. Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, user Throa underscore soup tube. <laughs> <laughs> got it. <laughs> Explained how her boyfriend won't stop asking her to invest in his soup tube business idea. <laughs> oh my God. Damn it. I can't Our believe there's an article because now I can't do a Tales from the Internet episode because that's where I was pulling Tales from the Internet stuff. It's a show we do what on the Valley Folk. It's a Valley Folk show where people in a relationship, which you and Zoya should 1 billion percent do, but people in a relationship sit in front of a green screen and they I, I choose a relationship advice story for them to read and then they read it and then discuss in their relationship how they would handle that. And then Andy fucking Mogren edits it into like a crazy fucking CG. You know Andy Mogren, right? Talented young super, man. Super talented young old man. And uh, he edits it into a crazy thing. But we pulled a lot of, uh, most of the ones so far have been pulled from relationship advice. But Soup Tube is so good. Please continue. So before I even say anything else, what do you think? Do you have any kind of picture in your mind for what this could be? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> is it... Is it a like a wine container with soup in it, like one of those port, like those the cardboard wine box things with soup in it, but it's got like a tube that that's points down so you can you can dispense soup into a bowl. Okay, the title of the next section of the article says, "I couldn't believe what I was hearing." <laughs> <laughs> you guys know about that song? What's the BPM the of that one? What? What's the BPM of that one? <laughs> the FPM. <laughs> the BM. The, <laughs> <laughs> the idea, if you can call it that, is to construct <laughs> a series of tubes throughout the city that leads to centralized soup, kitchen, soup kitchens, she explains. For a monthly subscription, a customer can subscribe to a tube of soup. <laughs> a tube extension would be built off the nearest mainline tube and directly to the consumer of the apartment or home. This is the worst idea I've ever heard. 
imagine what it looks like while you're listening to this just imagine what it would look like just imagine <laughs> how fucking disgusting those tubes would get in like a matter of days you know about electricity here's the closest i could i could think to being able to picture this think of electricity and then think about take out the electricity and make it soup <laughs> this is a- <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, when you put it that way, it sounds incredible, and I want it. But unfortunately, there's more to it than that. Like, it's not, I like, I, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and assume, because already a lot of things on our slash relationship advice seem to be made up. Like, there's a lot of things that seem to be made up on the subreddit. So I'm gonna go out on a limb and say someone is goofing with this. Cause that's I hope so too. absolutely insane. And if it's a goof, it's genius. If it's when her boyfriend, is it genius? When her boyfriend revealed his business idea, throw a underscore soup tube, by the way, you're already a patsy for the man. If you're changing your, if you don't agree with the idea and you're changing your name to underscore soup tube. Yeah. That's why doing? I feel like it's someone who made a, a, an account, especially for this to, to do their bit. This is like if Kanye West came out and said that he wants to create soup tube. So she said, couldn't believe what uh, she was hearing. Obviously the idea is completely insane. She said the notion that a city would authorize somebody to construct a series of tubes everywhere that can carry soup into people's homes is of course ludicrous. And even if such a initiative was approved, the cost for such an operation would be ludicrous. Loves to use the word ludicrous. I mean, it, I mean, look, there's no other way to describe it. It's ludicrous. There is literally no other way. So this is the only word that could be used. You know, ludicrous, the guy, the rapper, the rapper, he yeah. was like, what's a name that is absolutely insane that I could have. That yeah. instantly when people hear it, they think that is a madman that would lose his mind in a moment. On on beat. And he chose ludicrous because that's the most ridiculous. I mean, ludicrous is beyond your comprehension. I'm that name Luda. Alert, alert. This is how all ludicrous albums used to sound. Let me turn off the music here. Yeah, just for a second, then we'll get back to the article. I'll be that. Name Luda. Alert, alert, the anti-alien intruder. (laughs) Sounds like a wrestler intro. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is, uh, everything goes back to that today. Yeah, it really does. (laughs) This is kind of the, the soup tube. Whoever came up with soup tube would definitely be a wrestler in the <laughs> The title of this next section is it's starting to drive me up a wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a, this is someone from the 1960s then. <laughs> she wants that. Her husband wants to take all the retirement money. Her, her boyfriend just retired <laughs> and wants to take all that money to build disgusting tubes. Wait, wait, uh, wait, through, wait. Yeah. It, it, do we know how old they are? No, but their boyfriend, girlfriend age, whatever that means. Okay. Maybe they're 13 and this all makes perfect sense. <laughs> through throw us slash, uh, throw us, 
underscore soup tube has though jesus though throw underscore soup tube has made it clear that she thinks her boyfriend's business idea is nuts notice that yahoo refused to word, use the word ludicrous in this situation <laughs> she said that he continues to ask her for money where is this guy's money why isn't he putting his own money into the business maybe she's got the money and he doesn't and he's like you got if you love me you gotta support my business idea we're gonna be billionaires imagine being in bed at 10 30 at night and then turning over and alana says give me fifty thousand dollars for my soup tube idea <laughs> Roa says it's starting to drive me up a wall she said first i'm at a loss as to how he could believe that such a stupid idea is worthwhile second of all it is really dot 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 annoying to be asked on a daily basis <laughs> to invest in a system of soup tubes third this is a click hole article it really sounds like it. Third, I'm also concerned for his sanity. I would, uh, I would like some advice as to how I could reason with him, or whether uh, I could even continue this relationship. And the last part of the article is: you're not in a romantic relationship; you're in an uh, extended infomercial. Okay, so now we're trying to put a bow on it. Now we're using some editorial privilege to put a bow on it. On Twitter, we're throwa underscore soups to, you know what I'm trying to say, question uh, was cross-posted. Uh, people were dumbfounded by the unrealistic idea of soup tubes. Has the boyfriend thought about the fact that uh, he will only be able to sell one type of soup? They, dude, that's what people are getting hung up on. Otherwise, all the flavors of the soup are gonna get mixed together in this uh, in the soup main. I one mean, person it's I. In order to even conceive of where to begin logistically with a series of tubes underground, <laughs> meant to somehow be accessible to you in your apartment it's like ludicrous <laughs> there goes that word again <laughs> many people pointed out that throw a underscore soup tubes boyfriend was acting like a child <laughs> this is a quote <laughs> this is a brilliant idea for a five-year-old one person commented Quote, I'm 100% certain that she's dating Homer Simpson. Another joke. This is, these are the Another comments. Another joke. That, it's not a donut tube. It's a soup tube. I've never seen Homer Simpson enjoy it. Well, Homer it. had really stupid ideas. You know what we should do, Marge? Yeah, yeah, a series yeah, of yeah, tubes. Yeah, Marge. Yeah, series of tubes. Oh, homie. <laughs> I don't know why I'm still married to you. <laughs> Fuck, man. So it really does seem like the type of article to just get people's minds away from um, <laughs> a bunch of other things. But that's it wonderful. Is there. It was given front page status. I mean, I'll. I'm gonna be honest. This is someone joking around. Take a little break there. It can't be real. It I, I refuse real. to believe it's real, but it's very funny.
But imagine that if it was real, that argument every day. Give me 30,000. Ask your dad for 30,000 <laughs> so I can bring fucking clam chowder to everyone yeah. in SoCal. I mean, Lou just won't stop telling people about his fucking soup tube idea. What if we did just tomato? You love cream of tomato and basil. Well, let's uh let's write a screenplay about it. We'll hit we'll reach out to them and be like, "Look, we want to turn your idea into a script. Let's work on this together." And then he calls you every day, "Give me $30,000." <laughs> no, let's make let's make this movie and it, and it's about it's like a mockumentary and it's about this guy really wanting to build the soup tubes and he has like blueprints in his house and everything and he's like got he's got like the mayor's office like on speed dial he's always he's talking the mayor he's, <laughs> he's talking to, he's talking to people at the mayor's office who who anybody could call like he's going to like um, you know, uh, public, you know, uh, town hall meeting kind of things. And, and he, <laughs> he suggested Everyone's like, I think we should paint a Black Lives Matter mural right in front of town hall. And he's like, yes, yes. And also, <laughs> and he like, he goes in disguise so that they don't kick him out right away so that he could get to his soup tube idea. So he like comes up with fake things first i really think that the the ticket when you get a ticket for parking in a no <laughs> parking zone is ludicrous soup tube so soup tube is uh <laughs> there's a homeless camp outside of my house and i think if we were to drop off blankets when it gets super cold or soup to everyone <laughs> these would be good ideas <laughs> the answer to ho the homeless problem is i don't know a soup tube maybe Either a facility like an empty, abandoned um, hotel where we could put all these homeless people up where maybe there is psychiatric <laughs> help. Or if we were to give everyone soup, I think that would also, that might open some doors for us. You could have, have this drawing <laughs> done about the soup thing in particular. No, there should be a scene where like he has a friend like build him like a, a prototype of what it, how it would work with like pressure and stuff and like a little like <laughs> like a miniature it. version yeah yeah it's a straw from the bowl of soup. <laughs> okay so so <laughs> the bowl of soup represents the bowl of soup represents soup the bowl of soup represents hungry citizens <laughs> the bowl of soup is the restaurant and my mouth is <laughs> Everyone in the world who wants soup. My mouth is, it could be your mouth. My mouth is the mouths of everyone in this room. <laughs> Picture my mouth, but on anyone's face. Imagine <laughs> if what I was doing with my mouth right now happened to your mouth. Dude, I wouldn't even trust a soup tube that went from my kitchen to my living room. One billion percent. I think that that's gross. One that's billion. Insane. The soup is coming from in the apartment. But he should like bring the he should bring the uh, <laughs> the prototype soup pressure machine to the town hall, and he like activates it, and it just fires soup everywhere, like soup, like chunky soup all over the like mayor, all over the people and stuff. Like he's a <laughs> laughing stock. Dude, this is how people become Batman supervillains, by the way. <laughs> Super villain, dude. Oh shit. <laughs> The super villain. <laughs>
Dude, ask something out for me real quick. It's an you origin got your story. Chops on? Oh yeah. Um, act like the mayor's off. I'm calling the mayor's office. Okay. <clears throat> Mayor Scoville's office. I have Mayor Scoville's son. Uh, I'm sorry. Who? I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? Let me fix it. I have Mayor Scoville's son. Oh my. And God. um, I just wanted to. Uh, I'll give the son back if he hears out some ideas that I have. No one gets hurt. Sir, this is very serious, and what you're doing right now is a crime. So if you, I just want to have my ideas heard. Okay, sir, you're trying to be okay. So you're making some demands. You'd like to be heard. You want to speak to somebody? Hear me out. I don't want any money. I don't want to hurt anybody. I just want my ideas heard. Okay, well, I, I, you can, you can go ahead and speak to me, and I, and I will do my best. But I can put you on hold for just one second. Um, okay. okay, so we're gonna put you on hold here. <clears throat> okay, hold on. You're gonna hear some lovely music. Here we go. Uh, yeah. So we got another wacko on the line. So um, I, I, I don't know if we need to call the police yet, but um, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna let him talk. So, um, but if you need to trace the call. So I'll just keep him on the line and hear what he has to say. It's probably just another. It's probably a prank call. So anyway, I'll handle it. Don't worry about it. All right, sir. Excuse me, sir. Are you still there? Yes. Okay, so I'm. Okay, so what are your demands, sir? Go ahead. I'm right. I'm gonna write them down. I have an idea that could save the city if the mayor is interested about it. Okay, save the city if the mayor is interested. Got that. Think about how many hungry people we have in the city. Okay, hungry people. Popular. Postmates is popular, right? Yeah. Postmates, everyone loves Postmates. Got it. I love Postmates, but imagine. Actually, could I put you on hold really quick one last time? Uh, I'm sorry, I, I'm so fast. Hold on just a second. Hey, did you guys put in your Postmates order? Because it's almost noon, and I don't think we're going to have time to have a full lunch if we don't put our order in right away. Yeah, you got mine? It's the steak sandwich. No tomatoes. Yep, got it. Okay, great. I'll be right back. Sir, are you still there? Yes, I'm still here. Okay, we're talking about Postmates. Got it. I got Postmates. Okay, you know, perfect. You know how Postmates has that contactless delivery? Yes. What if we took all the human beings out of it and endangered nobody's lives and had soup piped? Right into your fucking house. Okay, soup? S Soup House. S O U P. You don't know how it's supposed to think about soup being piped okay. into everybody's fucking house. Okay. <clears throat> um It's called soup tube. Okay, and we well, have all this soup in a centralized location. Maybe it comes out of the back of an oil tanker truck or something like that. Okay, let's circle, let's circle back. Okay, yeah, we, let's circle back to the soup idea here. You said you had the mayor's son. Is that still? Is that true? Is that still true? What's your name, kid? This is Jeff. He's saying Jeff. Jeff. Yeah, that's not the mayor's son. So we're gonna I hang up on you now. Son. Okay. Goodbye, I sir. Have son. <laughs> I have somebody's son. <laughs> he went and he took somebody's son and he was hoping that I have someone's son is it the mayor's <laughs> hang on what's your phone number let me send a picture is that his son <laughs> <laughs>
he says check out his Twitter, he said. Dude, I think there could be a really great movie about this guy trying to make a soup a series of soup tubes. That would be the funniest way to become a psychopath who wants to do <laughs> battle. All right, let's jump into some uh, ads, shall we? Sure. Let's sure. Uh, we always do that one. Let's do a different one. A scrimp, 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 dip, a scrimp, scrimp. There we go. That's nice. Hey, this guys. This is my favorite Kate <laughs> Guys, welcome to the ad portion of the show. We're going to have a great time, huh? Why don't you sit back and relax and uh, don't skip it. Sometimes we do bits. <laughs> and please support the people who support uh this show these people give us money and they help uh bring uh, keep us alive and then keep bringing you this show on a weekly basis so at least consider supporting them i'm not gonna lie to you there's a world where you guys don't check out these sponsors the sponsors don't check us out anymore and then we might not be able to do the show anymore. I also got several DMs from people over the past couple of weeks being like, what's your, you know, do you still have a Squarespace discount code? Yes. Do you have a Fids discount code? Um, so people do use it and then they'll hit me up and they'll be like, what was your your discount code? And that's super fucking Yeah, awesome. love that. Helpful. It just helps us. So if we entertain you and you're laughing at our dumb jokes and shit, then, you know, the least you could do is check out our sponsors. You know, what else are you doing? Dude, if you want the mayor's son or somebody's son returned safely to whoever <laughs> the kid belongs to, <laughs> check out the If spot. you'd love to see somebody's son returned. <laughs> Guys, let's talk about MeUndies. I absolutely love them. I'm wearing them right now. MeUndies is the official underwear of quarantine in my mind. I have not worn... They are my pants. They are my uniform. MeUndies is 100% part of my uniform. Uh-huh. And I know Mike agrees with that. Um, and that micromodal fabric helps his couch not smell like Duke. Absolutely. And I'll tell you what. When I'm sitting in a MeUndies, it's like I'm sitting in a heaven's cloud. <laughs> Think about that. Not just a normal cloud that you fly through in choo-choo planes. No, I'm Different. talking about a heaven's cloud. Imagine how magical a heaven's cloud is. Just one touch will make you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, guys, how much more fun would you be having right in this very moment if your undies were covered in, ooh, pandas or sushi rolls or Santa's claws or a bottle of soy sauce? My undies have... Taco and hot sauce. My undies have... I guess you're not, never going to see it, but my <laughs> undies have hot sauce and tacos. Yours too? Oh, my God. We're wearing no the same way. underwear right Mother now. fudge. Yeah. Prove it. And we didn't plan it! We didn't even plan it! Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> so, guys. Don't you think... You, <laughs> don't you think you'd feel a little bit more like you if you could have fun stuff on your undies like Mike and I? 
You know what's the worst possible thing ever? An empty underwear drawer. Think about it, but not for too long, because it's all in the dirty laundry. That's an addition I forgot to add. Well, good thing you can just get a MeUndies membership and eradicate that terribleness forever, because a MeUndies membership is a monthly subscription that sends new pairs of undies right to your door, so you can keep your undie drawer freshly stocked and full of fun. Plus, with member Fundies. access to site-wide savings and exclusive sales, you can easily and affordably build a quality collection of super soft undies over time. You can have all sorts of have. undies for all sorts of occasions. And that's one heck of an undie upgrade if you ask us. Getting fresh undies delivered to your door? I mean, it's a dream. Let's not be dumb about it. MeUndies offers matching pairs where you and your partner can order undies with the same exact prints so you guys can be cute together. In other words, you can match your bottom half to your better half. And MeUndies are available in ranges of sizes from extra small to 4XL, accommodating all sorts of body types. And MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. It's a no-brainer, guys, especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So to get your 15% off... So to get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash banter. That's MeUndies.com slash banter. Just check it out. Just see what they got. That's all. Just check it out. Take a look around. Just check it out. Can't tell you how happy I am when that little package comes to my house. I'm so happy. I just got one, and it has, it had, um... Ah, oh, shit, I forgot the, 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 um, oh, it was surfboards and lemonade, I think. Like, little lemons. That's fun. I got one with bees on it, I think. Oh, that's badass. There's also yeah. Back to the Future ones. Did you guys know that? What? Yeah. Um, I just saw them. In fact, Whitney Moore just did a, um, like a, um, partnership with them, and she posted some photos wearing the Back to the Future undies, which look great on her, and you should check them out if you want to see that. Do we have to be more attractive to get that kind of relationship with... <laughs> Dude, I'll I I posted a photo of me in my underwear, like just flexing with my legs in a funny way, and they hit me up and they were like, "We should work together." What? Yeah. So just do All that. Right, check this out. Yeah, there you go. Meundies, check this out. There you go. Hit him up. Thanks, Meundies. <laughs> look at that. Look at that. Look at that, guys. Come on, look at that. Wow, you're really missing out on some stuff if you're not Hopefully watching the video version. For me, I mean, I'm fully, I'm, I'm half masked. So, anyway, um, thank you for that, Mike. If you watch the video version of the podcast, you'll see Mike do a sexy dance, a little sexy dance for everyone. A little NSFW, if you ask me, guys. Let's talk about honey. Uh, you guys know about Honey. We all shop online. Well, you guys who have listened to the show know about Honey. If you don't know about Honey, let me say this. We all shop online. We've all seen that promo code field. Just before you check out, it's taunting you. It's it's asking you to type something into it. And you're like, I don't have anything to type into that damn thing. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes, now that's a thing of the past. And if you never even did that, Honey does it for you auto-magically, you guys. It's a free browser extension that finds promo codes, and then it automatically applies them to your cart. That's it. 
easy. Imagine you're shopping for one of your favorite sites, like, uh, what, like Walmart, Forever 21, you know, DoorDash even. Um, when you check out, the honey button drops down, and then all you have to do is click apply coupons. You wait a few seconds, because honey scans the database of all the working coupons for the site, and then you just watch the prices drop right before your eyes. You just save money like that. It's easy peasy. It's great. <laughs> Guys, Honey has found over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings. And Honey supports over 30,000 stores online, like Newegg, Lululemon, Forever 21, Walmart, etc. And they're adding new ones all the dang time. So, if you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free money, guys, and that's real dumb. So, it's... And, and, it's free. What's that, Mike? Let's hear it. Free money. Free money. <laughs> That's right. Free money, you guys. And the, the thing is free as well. Honey is free and it installs in just a few seconds. And by getting it, you're doing yourself a solid and supporting the podcast. How about that? So get Honey for seconds. free. A few seconds. <laughs> get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash banter. That's joinhoney.com slash banter. Only thing you guy who's like let me be in your song <laughs> <laughs> come on man let me say my catchphrase come on man song. i've been writing lyrics people will love it <laughs> i've been writing lyrics all right let's see what you got do you believe in the power of a curse damn that's no, get out of that's here, fire <laughs> <laughs> um all right well hey dude let's open up this fucking thing you want to open this up now yeah i would love to hear <laughs> i would love to hear your thoughts on uh wrestling cards from the Early 90s. I'm really Steve. excited about this. I get a little childhood glee from from just opening one of these, you know? It's well, just... we grew up in a very, it, like, cards, trading cards were fucking ultra popular when we were small. Yes, indeed. And it was always a little a little surprise. I mean, every time it was a surprise. You didn't know what the hell you were going to get. And you always hoped you would get, like, you know, the foil one in there or the holographic one or, like, the, yeah. the sticker or like the bubble gum or something. But um and then all of our dad's friends made card trading more about um buying exclusive things and how much things would appreciate in value and they made it all about money. Right. And then people learned that none of them were worth anything. It's just <laughs> about the fun of opening it up. It's about what you're doing right now more than it's about like saving right. them and making them perfect. It's not about the jewelry. It's not about. 
<laughs> all right, Mike, this first card I have. First of all, I wonder if you could just identify it without seeing the name. Oh, yeah, Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Wow, so fast. Jimmy. Let's do that for all of them. <laughs> okay, Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Mm-hmm. And super. Oh, and here it says Superfly Jimmy Snooker. Interesting discrepancy between the front and the back of the card. He's from the Fiji Islands, and his famous wrestling move is Superfly off the top rope. Vince McMahon had a thing with all the wrestlers from the islands, like the Samoans and stuff like that, mm. was that their head was stronger than a coconut. And they had the strongest heads ever. So if you go back 40 years, Every wrestler who was billed from being like Samoan, especially, or from the islands, like punches to the head don't affect him. Headbutts hurt the other guy. Wow. And it was this like running thing that the Samoans had. It's uh, like a superpower they had within the wrestling world. Yes. That's cool. It looks like um, Jimmy Snuka's special talents are his spectacular aerial maneuvers and his ability to withstand pain. Right in the head. His unusual characteristics are he rouses himself to battle with ancient war dances. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you got to dance to get into it. There and he is. doesn't wear any shoes, which was a big deal. <laughs> Next up, we have one that will be very easy for you to get, even though I'm sure none of these are hard for you, but I even know who this is. Oh, it's the Ultimate Warrior. That was my favorite man who was from Parts Unknown. Do they have him billed as from Parts Unknown? Parts Unknown, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? They, they don't aren't know where clever enough to come up with where... Because he had no, like, he was, you know what the Ultimate Warrior was? He was, if that laser background for your school pitcher came to life and beat up everybody. <laughs> he didn't have, like, a, he's from this, and here's his backstory. He would always just ramble on about how he got his powers from space. Wait, he got And his he was very colorful, space? and he screamed, and he yelled a lot. So kids loved him. But he wasn't like a character. He's really from space. <laughs> he got his powers from space? He talked about deriving his powers from the gods and from space and all of his warriors. Yeah, his fearsome appearance in war paint and war pendants are his unusual characteristics. Are it those, really was his entire character that he was just like very strong and he painted his face. And that was his whole thing. This looks like someone who um, was kind of a jerk in high school. Oh, that's uh, uh, Leapin' Lanny Poffo, otherwise known as the genius, who was, uh, does, the, does the last name Poffo ring a bell to you at all? No. That was Macho Man's brother. Really? Yeah. Is this legit, like really his brother? Yes, rumored to have a gigantic penis. And of course, that is <laughs> alleged. And there's no way to prove that oh, from me. That's I not no... one you'd want to disprove even if you could, even if it wasn't no. true. But he would come out and he was a heel. So he was designed to, you know, make the crowd rowdy and hate him. So people would pay money to see him get his ass kicked. So he would come out and pretend like he was better than everyone with this genius gimmick. And he would uh, write poems and he would recite poems that would infuriate the audience. 
He'd be like, and everyone knows that Minneapolis hoes don't know where to goes because they're ugly and dizzy or whatever. <laughs> the fuck. But it would be much better than that. Uh, it says, do you know? Do you know what his famous wrestling move was? I don't remember what his was. It says the honor roll. Oh, that's such a great fucking name. <laughs> In the 90s, was so cartoony and yeah, cool. Yeah, And he also claims to be the world's smartest man. But no one ever saw him do that move because he lost more matches than he won. <laughs> I don't true? remember what that move looked like. Well, he was there to like get beat up by Hulk Hogan or fucking oh, right, Mr. Right, Perfect. Right. Or, okay, uh, who do we have here, Mike? Oh, those are the Rockers. That's uh, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. Shawn Michaels, who went on to be one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, Mr. WrestleMania. And Marty Jannetty, his partner, who was once thrown through a barbershop window. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it says back here. It doesn't say anything yeah. else. Uh, there is no tag team around that executes the high-risk aerial maneuvers so effectively. That's their unusual characteristics. Yeah. What it should have been is they were called the Rockers, and they were like the young, hip, good-looking guys, and they would go to towns and just fuck other people's girlfriends until the show starts. <laughs> it says that they're masters of motion, and they travel around the ring like lightning. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty badass. A lot of footage, a lot of archival footage of when Lightning used to be a wrestler. <laughs> All right. This is great. I'm a big fan of whatever this is. That's Hillbilly Jim. You would have loved Hillbilly Jim. He was a homie of Hulk Hogan's. I think Hulk Hogan kind of gave him the uh, the rub to come in. But he was just like a big, like, kind of gentle Hillbilly guy. Very cartoony. He was in that rock and wrestling, rocking, rocking wrestling connection uh, era, like that 80s with Cindy Lauper and all that shit. Oh, hell yeah. Captain Lou Albano and stuff. Yep. And he was in the cartoons with Hulk Hogan. Nice. I love that. Kind of a simple man. You know what's Very happening nice. in this picture right now? He's getting, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> he used to wrestle in overalls, which I'm sure. A lot of chafing, maybe. Big fan of that. Ooh, Bloody who do nipples. we have here? Oh, that's Hulk Hogan. This would have been was, a nice card to get back in the day. He was so popular, man. Even seeing that picture that I've seen a million times gives me like nostalgic, like how I felt when I was nine or ten. Yeah, I mean, that's 90s Hulkster there. Yeah, just with the belt, with his thumbs out. Hulk Hogan was so big on giving people thumbs up. <laughs> you love to see it you love to see it what do we have here oh that's the rooster <laughs> red rooster <laughs> look at this guy we talked all about him last week bootleg rick flair we and they turned him into an animal that's which right is... oh and you walked around like this yeah <laughs> this one too we talked about <laughs> brother love bruce pritchard has a very popular a podcast by the name of something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard, him and Conrad Thompson have an incredible, if you are at all a fan of like this era of wrestling, incredibly interesting podcast to listen to because he was someone who wrote and produced a lot of the television. So he has like the behind the scenes, whatever 
on everybody. What uh, what do you, what does he love to say? What does he claim, Mike? I love you. <laughs> that's so great. What do we have and here? Everyone hated him for it. Elvis oh, that's Presley. the honky talk man, man, honky tonk man, just dressed up like Elvis, greatest intercontinental champion of all time, beat up uh, for that title by the Ultimate Warrior at nine at SummerSlam 1988 in about 36 seconds. <sighs> If you guys are watching the video version, you're seeing some very fun photos here. They're yeah. very great. Um, he claims that he wrestles better than anyone. Do you think that's true? I don't think that's true. I think that's been proven time and time again. <laughs> he had to have the most fun gimmick of all time. He just dressed up like a wrestler. He would go and sing a little song and like shit on whatever town he was in. <laughs> right. And that's it. And they gave him the Intercontinental Championship, and he had it for so long. And he was the self-proclaimed greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. And everyone just hated him so much. Because he was cocky and and he wasn't very good? It just must have been so fun to go to an arena of like 25, 30,000 people. And your boss goes, okay, make all these people hate you. And like <laughs> right. dance around and be a fucking all right. asshole. I guess, I guess I gotta do what I gotta do. Can you think of anything more fun? Oh, Jake the Snake Roberts, despite many issues, one of the greatest wrestlers and rating wrestling minds of all time. That art leaves something to be desired on the tights. You know what was interesting is he used to wrestle in like a Smoky Mountain and and Mid South, I think, and a lot of the other smaller regional wrestling places uh, before he got to WWE, and he used to wear like karate pants like gi pants because uh-huh. he didn't like his legs he was never the most like in shape ripped up guy like hulk hogan he just looked kind of like a taller average dude who would <laughs> kick your ass and his thing was he was real like smarmy and would outsmart you and he would speak very like clearly and eloquently but he was like a villain he was like a psychopath villain who used to put a snake in your mouth when you were sleeping <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and when Vince McMahon got him, uh, he talks about how he was like, okay, we want to put you in green spandex. And imagine like you're wearing baggy karate pants for your whole career. This is how you built up who you are. <laughs> right. And then Vince McMahon is like, we're going to put spandex on you. And it's going to be shiny. And you're going to have snakeskin boots. And you're going to be the snake. And you're going to carry a snake around. And he was like, I don't really like snakes. <laughs> And he was like, no, you're going to carry it around and you're going to rent one in every town we go to and you're going to be its handler. And he had to, he had to rent a snake and go immediately to like the um, arena and put it in the shower so that the snake could have like moisture. And he was in charge of like feeding it and making sure it was all right. He became a snake handler. Yeah. And you're going to put people to sleep. And you're going to put the snake in their mouths. <laughs> and he would bring the real snake out on stage. and, and Real gigantic snakes. Yeah. Did they ever hurt anybody? They bit Macho Randy Macho Man's arm. Randy Macho Man Savage was like, no one's going to believe it if you don't let it bite my arm. No way. And so, so he was bit like, his arm he wanted it to bite him? Yep. They... they 
real fangs and i think the snake didn't have any venom in it right so he bit i don't think you'd ever be allowed to do this on tv now so he made before they even did this because none of them trusted each other right allegedly randy was like no you make it bite your arm like backstage before it happened so i know that you're not poisoning me brother you're gonna you're gonna make it bite your arm and this is on camera or off camera no this is like behind the stage man to man i don't know if i'm gonna die in the ring because i don't know if this animal has any venom in it so you gotta let it bite you so i know that it's safe if you don't die i'll do it so jake the snake had to be bitten by it too i don't remember if i think he let it bite him in the leg or something like that i i don't remember that part of the story but jake has told that story there's videos of him telling that story over and over and can you see that online like you can find that video the the videos of him talking about it yeah but this was just like a backstage oh. in the shower conversation oh so they, they you never actually saw them get bit but they did you get saw bit. randy got bit on tv and you could find that on youtube or something oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure oh shit it's I'm like famous they've played it a million times who do we have here oh that's brutus the barber beefcake half male stripper gigolo half barber <laughs> we got some more rooster red rooster you got two of those cards so make sure you hold on to those. what is this <laughs> oh that's uh just macho man randy savage uh logo card and if you which is just it just logos. says macho man in um varsity font in purple <laughs> macho madness oh yeah oh shit look at these last two that i have you ready for this Oh, Elizabeth <laughs> is here with me. Oh, Miss Elizabeth. Oh, my lovely Elizabeth. Uh-huh. You're coming <laughs> onto the ring with me and you stay put. And you don't get hurt. Uh-huh. If anybody lays a finger on Elizabeth, they'll be held to pay. Put the snake on my arm and don't let it go. Don't let that snake stop biting me until I'm laying dead in the ground. Uh-huh. Dead in the ground is the only way you can watch a man Have it kill me. You know, on TV. <laughs> Did you love that Macho Man was like insane? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love yeah. I love it. This is great. So was He's he like insane. in love with Elizabeth or he just respected her? They were married for a long time and then they had kind of a tumultuous relationship and then throughout much of his career they were still on screen together but they were divorced and they got um when they they did a a wedding like in the ring it was like a super big deal that they got married on TV <laughs> and at that time they were like going through a divorce wow no way wrestling is fascinating man was I it? realize why a lot of people hate it, and it's so silly. But everything that you you were really into when you were a little kid is silly. It's for little yeah. kids. Yeah. But there's so much extra stuff that you learn about after the fact about these people as like real people, or even just like the writing process. Like, how do you write for these characters? Right. <laughs> over a year to build a storyline that pays off at like WrestleMania. It's very interesting. I'll never stop being fascinated by how fucking weird it is. Can you tell like that they're visibly not 
happy when they're doing their fake marriage? Or are they um, being professional about it? I guess Can't it's tough tell. to tell because we as fans never really got to know them as real people until like years later. Like that was when wrestling was like, they call it kayfabe. It's like the, the rules that you live under to not expose the business for what it is. You know, because people knew, I guess, by the 90s, kind of, that it was, like, scripted. Sure. You know? But it was, like, you have to preserve that because it's, like, seeing how the sausage is made, you know? Right. And also, like, it kept the allure of... It was, like, a point of wanting to see it. Like, is it real or is it not? Like... Yeah. It's like if actors lived... It was like if Heath Ledger was the Joker at all times. Right. You know, and then the movie was like WrestleMania, it, but it, he was also the Joker every other day. Yeah, it would be like, um, for this Batman movie, the Joker is going to play the Joker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoa, that's cool. They got the yeah. Joker. <laughs> and then it would be like every Monday night, you see the Joker piss off Batman in front of a live right. studio audience. Right. And then a year later at WrestleMania, you finally get to see Batman kill the Joker. And when you watch the movies, it was like legitimately seeing Batman and Joker face off. Yeah. Which is why I could never really understand why I would go to like the comic book shop and get ridiculed for being a wrestling fan. Right. And I'm like, it's, it's so just different in the way, like you read it and people draw it and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm and I watch it on Saturday mornings and like Monday nights. It's just different, but it's the same. It's totally the same. Just like how, um, fantasy football and fantasy sports and stuff are, it's basically like D and D like for for jocks. And then yield quarterback drops back about 10 (laughs) feet. Um, well, listen, we're, we're pushing an hour. So let's just, uh, let's just say goodbye. Okay. Did you want to do one history rover? We could do, do one. You, yeah, you want to do one? Yeah, let's do a time. Let's one. do one. I found out long ago. It's a long way down. Oh, 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 oh. History. History. That song's a it sounds a lot like that Paul McCartney song, Holiday History. <laughs> Ricardo Fernandez sends an email saying, a digital gift. Hey, Steve and Mike and Ryan and maybe a guest. I made you guys a digital gift. You Is that can- like on Twitter, the thing that like it goes back and forth? Forever? <laughs> I love a good digital gift. You see, many moons ago, you beardy boys played some funny songs on the P-Cast, and one of them was a version of All-Star by Smooshmouth, where he says, and I quote, and they don't stop coming, 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 end quote. While I made, well, I made use a playlist of funny songs on SoundCloud, It's a public playlist called Garbage for Steve. Now, when I chose these songs, I asked myself, will Steve and or Mike think these are funny? 
I double-checked each one to make sure they aren't just funny to me, but also to you boys. I was hoping... <laughs> How the fuck do you, make you sure? go about <laughs> double-checking with yourself <laughs> to see if something is funny for two completely different people? And two strangers. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to be... Okay, now I'm Steve now. <laughs> now I'm Steve listening to it now. Ha 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 ha! Still pretty. Oh good. yeah, that's still pretty funny. It still works. <laughs> okay, well now I'm Mike. Now, now I'm Mike. Huh? Uh huh. Still as funny as you know what? I still think it's as funny as I think it is. <laughs> so Steve and Mike must think it's funny. <laughs> I was hoping you'd play a few on the podcast, but I'm pretty sure they would get you a ring a dang dinged on YouTube. So maybe don't do that if you want. Here's the link. Assumption coming out of this human being. Uh, What's his name? James Assumptions. <laughs> he also posted a picture of the three of us together back when we could hang out without getting a disease. And I think it's like maybe when we did a friend's or like some kind of open or a open space show. Open. <laughs> Closed space. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> it used to be open space. <laughs> Fuck it. You want to try one? Want to play one really sure. quick? I hope you think it's as funny as he thinks it. <laughs> Me too. I'm being honest about that. China, the Chinese chicken. You have a drumstick and your brain stops chicken. Watching X Files with no chicken. With all our chicken. I hope this chicken, chicken, chicken. Like Harrison Ford, I'm getting chicken. Like Sting, I'm chicken. Like Snickers, guaranteed a chicken. Like Kurosawa, I make chicken. Okay, I don't chicken. But if I did that, up chicken. Gonna get a set of better clubs. Gonna find the kind with tiny nubs. Just so my arms are always Chinese chicken. Gonna get in chicken, 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 a couple nices in oh there. sure agreed young man, what if it was like no chicken to feel young man now say to young man there's no need to feel boys now say to young boys there's no need to feel boys you can do all the boys be there's a place you can go wow that one's bonkers all right well thank you okay now i'm steve okay Oh Thank shit! Thank you for the playlist, though. Some of those are funny. Keenan Rowley sent an AI dungeon zombie story featuring me and you. They made an AI dungeon story with featuring us to read, and I think that'd That's be funny. really fun. But let's do it next time. Okay, something to look forward to. Something to look forward to. I'm gonna put a star on this one. Okay, you understand? Uh, Thank you guys for listening. If you're looking for more stuff to watch or listen to. Uh, me and Zoya dropped a show on YouTube pilot episode of cooking alone with my wife, which is really fun. Uh, if you have some time to listen to that, we also do a podcast every Monday called welcome to our podcast. And I've been, uh, 
selling prints of uh, pictures that I've been taking, photos that I've been taking. And the link for that is on MikeFalzone.com, Squarespace website. Steve? Um, We just released the eighth episode of First Time Show on the ValleyCast channel and also on the ValleyCast SoundCloud. And you could get it anywhere where you've already heard the ValleyCast. Um, and the easiest way to be able to hear it is to just search for the Valley cast wherever you get your podcasts and shit. But we just did episode eight of the leftovers, which is season two, almost the end of season two. And we had Owen on and Owen is on camera and everything. I was very impressed and surprised that he actually did it, but <laughs> how's he doing? Is he good? He's good. He's good. He's managing the loneliness and we've been, uh, trying to be good about doing like zoom hangouts and shit so that we can, you know, still be friends and do friend things still. Um, but he was a guest on the leftover show with Alana and Brett and I, and we were talking about like one of the best episodes of the leftovers of the entire show. And, uh, it was really cool. So you should check that out on there's the video versions up on the Valley cast YouTube channel. You just type in Valley cast into YouTube and, Find the channel there. And then you can hear the audio version wherever you get podcasts on the Valleycast uh, channel thing, whatever. I don't know. Whatever. That's it. That's all I want to put. Nice. All right. Well, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for subscribing to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash dynamic banter. Mm-hmm. And thank you for supporting your pals. And also, check out the merch. Check out the merch Macho Man's got something to say about the new merch. Oh, yeah. You got to check out the new merch and two new T-shirts up in the store. Uh Two new T-shirts. Yeah. (coughs) 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 Two new T-shirts. Got a little frog in the throat at some point. <laughs> uh, go to dynamicbanter.clothing to check out the new shirts. They're really good. They're really great. If you don't trust yeah. us, go check it out, you dummy. It also has the shipping date right on there, so you know when it'll be um, sent out to you. And uh, Byron did a fucking awesome job. There are two uh, variations of the logo T-shirt. One represents uh, 2020, and I won't give away what that one looks like. And another one says Dynamic Banter has joined the call, and it is uh, – they're just cool. He's doing a great job on that stuff. They look great. Also, we we got an idea last week, me, you, and Ryan. Uh, oh yeah, which yeah. is in production, and I think that you're gonna. It's gonna take a little while, but I think you're gonna like it very, very much. Yeah, it's an outside of the box type. It's idea. a it's a really unique idea that we think could be really fun and have a future for uh, dynamic banter stuff. Yeah. So that's as vague as we can get right now because it's really exciting <laughs> and we really want to tell you, but we want it to be perfect before we Speaking of big things that it needed to be uh, under wraps until they happen, congratulations on your Comedy Central video. Oh, thank you, Mike. We told everyone about your bet. Yeah, I did. It was, uh, it was a tough story to tell because I had never told it before on anything and uh, – I was trying to think of a story that I had never told that would be really good for this uh, Comedy Central thing, but um, definitely check it out. It's on Comedy Central Originals, and uh, it's it's a story I've never told before. And mom, if you're still listening to this, please don't look for it. You don't want to hear that story. 
but uh <laughs> trust me i love you you don't want to hear it uh but it's i'll double down on that <laughs> i'm gonna double down with and mike listen to mike don't go looking for that video <laughs> um unless you want to know too much about your son um and and keep me uh, keep remembering now she's curious now she's curious now. <laughs> don't be curious mom <laughs> just don't look mom look away mom um but anyway it's a it's a really fun story and people are really liking it and uh hopefully it's the first of many they gotta get you on that shit mike i'm sure you got some good stories to tell i would love to do something for comedy central yeah man. i don't know if i have a story like that but i'll i'll rack my brain um all right well listen you guys are great mike i love you buddy it was great to see you mike and i took a walk around love the block too, together today with uh with our masks on and social distancing and stuff and it was really nice to get to interact with my pal you know yeah, man. i really do miss uh, this being in the same, I know I say it all the time, but I was watching videos of, you know, going through clips on old hard drives, things that like Sarah cut out or like Kevin had cut out or from back in the day where we're just like three feet away from each other talking and laughing. And I, I miss it very much, but it'll come back at some point and we'll all look at this whole period of time and be like, wasn't that weird for a little while? Yeah, but, it was weird and difficult, but we got through it. Now things are back to normal. Hopefully that's what I'm hoping yeah. for. Yeah. Um, all right, everybody. Well, thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for watching the show and we'll catch you guys next time on dynamic banter. Bye. That was a hit gum podcast. <laughs> <laughs>